Hey guys, this is Dale Tedder, and I'm glad you've joined me on the Right Path Podcast. Uh, If you are a member here at Southside United Methodist Church, of course, I'm glad that you are tuning in. And if you are, you just happen to find this on one of the podcast platforms, then I'm glad you're here as well. Today I'm going to be talking about the right side of truth and what Jesus had to say on the subject of truth and why he came and why that matters to us. So that's what we're going to be looking at today. I want to begin by taking a look at John 18 verses 36 and through 37. And it says this, Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jews. But now my kingdom's from another place. You are a king then, said Pilate. Jesus answered, You are right in saying I am a king. In fact, for this reason I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. An audacious claim. Truth is a very big deal in the Gospel of John. Jesus, in a good number of verses, begins his teachings with phrases like, I tell you the truth. In John 14, verse 6, Jesus claims not only to speak the truth, but to actually be truth itself. In our text, the text I just read, Jesus says he came into the world to testify to the truth. And furthermore, he says, if you are on the side of truth, you will listen to him. You know, it's an incredibly bold move to say you are truth itself or truth incarnate and that your purpose for coming into the world is to testify to the truth. In fact, I would say it's downright arrogant unless your claim is true. And that's where the rub is. If it is true that Jesus is the truth and that he came to testify to the truth, well then, it would be prudent to listen to what he has to say. In fact, it would be an imperative. Just a good teacher? The thrust of our scripture reminds us, rather loudly, Jesus was not simply an interesting teacher. He claimed to be much more than that. People who say Jesus was just a good teacher are actually revealing at least two things about themselves. The first thing is that there's a high probability that they've never read the Gospels for themselves. If they had, they could say that they don't believe the things that Jesus taught, but it would be intellectually dishonest to say that his self-referential claims were not audacious. The quote-unquote good teacher response is evidence a person has not likely read what this good teacher taught. The second revelation is that they, do, they don't want to submit to the lordship of Jesus nor trust him as their savior. Autonomous man still wants to be God after all. Even postmodern man, with all of his many relative truths, however contradictory they may all be, does not desire the one who claims to be the truth with a capital T. The sinful inclination of their hearts suppresses the truth that they know. Romans 1.18 Who are you listening to? The words of verse 37 are powerful. Everyone on the side of truth 
listens to me. You don't have to be an expert in logic to understand the implications here. If you don't listen to Jesus, then you are not on the side of truth. And if Jesus is the truth, and his purpose is in coming was to bear witness to the truth, then what Jesus says about every sphere of life matters. It matters a lot. Of course, his phrase, listens to me, means much more than simply hearing what Jesus has to say. It implies responding in obedience to him as well. Submission is key here. Jesus is not suggesting he would be happy if we went to Starbucks, sat down with your favorite cup of coffee, and merely listened to someone tell you about Jesus. No, the person, work, and words of Jesus Christ demand a response. And for centuries, people recognized this, and they chose to either submit to him or reject him. But today, some folk opt for for just patting him on the head and, and then moving on, ignoring him. But, as the wise philosopher theologian Getty Lee from the rock group Rush sang, if you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. Jesus will not be ignored. At least not with impunity. He will not be placed on the back burner of your life only to be thought about at funerals or on Christmas mornings. He is the truth. He testifies to the truth. In fact, as Jesus put it in verse 37, he is a king. Does all that really describe a person you could just blow off if you want to without any consequences at all? The right side of Jesus. You know, it's popular today to talk about being on the right side of history, whatever that means. But Jesus wants us to be on the right side of truth. And to be on the right side of truth is to be on the right side of Jesus. Let me say that again. To be on the right side of truth is to be on the right side of Jesus. Therefore, let me encourage you to pick up your Bible today and begin listening to Jesus. Start with the Gospel of John, and then move to Matthew, and then Mark, and then Luke, and then read John all over again. And after that, you should start listening to Jesus as he speaks through his appointed apostles and prophets and the rest of Scripture. God's ordinary and significant means by which he has ordained his Son to be encountered and heard is through his word, the Bible. So pick it up and side with him today. Now here are a few walking points, uh, which are questions and thoughts of application to get you thinking more about this. First of all, reading and studying the Bible on your own is profitable, absolutely profitable. However, However, let me add that when you talk about it with others who are also reading scripture, it can absolutely be a real blessing for you. So ask a couple of friends if they'll start reading the Gospel of John with you so that you can, uh, you and your friends can discuss it together and talk about what you're learning and questions you may have you can ask one another. Second, move through John's Gospel one chapter at a time. 
and, and record, take note in a journal the significant teachings of Jesus. And ask yourself why each teaching that you highlighted stands out to you. What implication would that teaching have in your life if you started believing it and, and obeying it and really trusting in it? What are the implications for not believing it? And what are the implications for not obeying it? Ask yourself those questions. Third, give special attention to the claims that Jesus makes about himself and the implications that those claims have on your life. And then last but not least, what miraculous works in John's gospel capture your attention? And why do you think that is? And what do those miraculous works tell you about Jesus? Reflect on that. Pray about that. Jot some ideas down in your journal. And maybe that would be another great discussion to have with your friends. Well, guys, that is it for today. I am glad that you uh, took a few minutes to uh, work through this devotion with me here on the Right Path Podcast. I have lots more at uh, daletatter.com or or, uh, walkingpoints.org. Um, or walkingpoints.com rather that's walking-points.com and uh, there I've got access to other devotions and Bible studies that I've written things that might help you along in your faith but guys I appreciate once more you uh, stopping by the podcast today and I look forward to being with you next time have a great day